Do you wait for everything to be perfect and lined up straight before you make a choice? How hard are you trying to get everything in your life right? What if jumping in and getting messy is one of the ways to find out what works for you? Discover how being willing to mess up can create the phenomenal life you truly desire. Get ready to quit judging and start embracing all of your messy adventures. Now, here's your host, self-declared messy living expert, Katrina Fava. Hello, hello, hello to everyone around the world. Thank you so much for joining me today on Messy Adventures in Living. It is Monday morning for me at 9 a.m. It's in Toronto. Um, but uh, hello to wherever you are, uh, whenever you are today or sometime in the future. Again, thank you so much for joining me here today. Um, I am your host, Petrina Fava. I am your messy living expert. Um, if you'd like to know a little tiny bit about me, I am um, I'm a girl who does a whole bunch of cool things. Um, I like to have my hands in a whole bunch of different pots. I am a mom. I have three great kids. I work as a registered nurse here in Toronto. Um, I also am an author and a radio show host. And I am an Access Bars facilitator um, and also an Access Consciousness body process facilitator as well. And you can find me all over the Internet. Um, you can find me on Facebook. You can find me at Um You can also find me on Twitter. Just Google me. I'm there. <laughs> so thank you for joining me again, Messy Adventures in Living. Today are the title the title of our show today is 2015, Your Year in Review Without Judgment. So it's that time of year, right? It's that time of year. Christmas is over. We're um, heading into New Year's and New Year's celebrations. And it's often a time that people will look back at the year that just passed and look at all of the things that they've done or experienced and pretty much kind of decide what was good about it and what was bad about it and um, look at what they would like for 2016. Um, And some often, pretty much, yeah, often, this is done through the lens of judgment. So, what was 2015 like for you? Did you find the man or woman of your dreams? Did you have a baby? Did you grow your business? Did you fail at meeting the resolutions you set last year? Did you go bankrupt? Did you lose a loved one? Did you get fired? So whether you've got the end of year blahs or you've decided that this was your best year ever judging it as either good or bad is really like a huge stop sign to creating greater and what so what's the best way to judge the year in review actually the best way is not to judge it at all. 
so some people would say that you can look at the year, observe it, and learn the lessons or learn from your mistakes. Should you do that? Not really. So what the heck are you supposed to do then? <laughs> so thanks for joining me. I'm going to be sharing some awesome tools to drop the judgment and talk about what we can be or do different to drive full speed ahead into a messy and adventurous 2016. So, so judgment. Yeah, I know a little bit about judgment. <laughs> Just a little bit. Um, so what, what do you... What do you do with judgment? What's the value of judgment for you? And what is the value of looking back at the year that's passed and judging it? So I just want to take a minute to explain something. So in general, we have the point of view that a negative, anything that's negative, a negative comment of some kind or a negative thought or belief or idea is a judgment. And something that's positive, so a positive thought or idea is not a judgment. And so what if this is actually true? Because it's not. <laughs> I'm just saying. Um, oftentimes, something that's positive, considered positive, with quotations around it, <laughs> can actually be considered a judgment. And so what the heck is the problem anyways? What's the problem with judgment? So this is not a show about judging judgment. We're not doing that on this show. <laughs> we are looking at judgment, and we are going to be talking about how to recognize judgment for what it is, and then not use it against us or not use it as a limitation. Yeah. Hi. Hi, Eleanor in the chat room. Eleanor in the chat room is saying, it took me a while to get that one, the, the, that something positive is not necessarily, is, sorry, is can actually be a judgment. So, how do we know what's a judgment and what's not a judgment? So if you don't have judgment, what do you have? Yeah, sometimes you kind of draw a blank on that one, right? Because how early in life have we learned to judge? And how much have we valued judgment or used judgment as a tool to choose right, to make choices. We're taught as kids to make good choices, the right choices. And we do that by judging something as good or bad, right? We teach kids or we were taught as children what was right, what was wrong, the difference between right and wrong. And when you know the difference between right and wrong, then you choose. Now, the difficulty with that is that judgment actually doesn't create choice. 
it creates limitation and it creates really one only one possible avenue or one possibility it does not actually create infinite choice right so if you don't have judgment then what do you have and if you're not using judgment to choose well how the heck are you supposed to choose anyways right okay so let's look at that so Basically, a judgment, a judgment is really, you need to kind of look at how a judgment, how you perceive a judgment or how a judgment feels. So, judgment is always heavy. It feels dense. It feels contracted. And then there's this other thing that we are not really thought about as kids, and that's called awareness. I always kind of liken awareness to like spidey sense or knowing. So awareness is light and judgment is heavy. And I know that sounds really overly simplified, but this is really the easiest way for me to tell what's a judgment, and what's in awareness. So let's take some examples. Let's say this. Let's say this sentence comes out of your mouth. Oh my God, my neighbor is such a bitch. Is it a judgment? <laughs> Is that's just what came out of my mouth. <laughs> so is that a judgment? It sounds like a judgment off the bat, right? My neighbor is a bitch. You might think, God, of course that's a judgment. Could it be an awareness? You gotta kinda check the energy. What about if I said I am the smartest girl in my family. Is that an awareness? Or is it a judgment? <laughs> yeah, so we have some, some comments in the chat room. Yes, ah, a judgment if there is no charge on it. So exactly, like, so this, this thing that we call a charge, like, can that also be a, heavier, a heaviness that you're perceiving? So if you if you have the idea that someone is being a bitch and it's actually really light and you almost giggle when you say it is it actually true are you having the awareness that someone is actually being a bitch and on the on the other side of the spectrum if you say something like, if someone says something to you like, you're the smartest girl in your family, and it suddenly feels really heavy, is it possible that that person is actually projecting a judgment? Even though when you look at it, it looks like something positive. So how often has someone actually said something to you 
that with your brain looks like couldn't possibly be a judgment because it's quote-unquote positive, but it actually feels kind of twisted and heavy. So you might want to look at that and go, okay, well, is that person actually projecting a judgment? Yeah. Eleanor, yes, in the chat room, it's all an interesting point of view. Exactly. And we are going to get to that tool in a little bit. So what else? What else? So we are looking at using judgment to make choices. So what are you using judgment for when you look back at 2015 and you're deciding all the good things that happened and you're deciding what were all the bad things that happened? What are you doing with that judgment? What is the purpose of doing that? Are you using that to decide what you're going to do differently in 2016? I think it might be safe to say that a lot of people do that, right? It's also discernment. So discernment is really similar to judgment. So let it's like an examining and then a picking out of what was good and what was bad. So that's really a lot of what we do at the end of the year. We look back and we pick out, we discern. This was good. This wasn't. I made this choice. That didn't. That wasn't a good choice. I made this. I did I made this decision that was a bad decision. So look at all the goods and bads and now in the next year in 2016 I'm not going to do that again or I'm going to do this instead. And how often does that work? Right? So how often do we look back at we make resolutions at the beginning of the year and then at the end of the year when we look back and we met we accomplished those resolutions do we decide wow, I did a good thing, I accomplished that resolution. Or we look at them and go, wow, I suck. Um, here we go, another year of failing to meet my resolutions. And does that actually create your future or does it start your year off already seethed in judgment? And can you really create greatness or expansion, or excitement, or adventure if you're starting off with judgment. So on that note, we are going to take a short break. You are listening to Messy Adventures in Living. We are talking about your year in review without judgment. Um, I will be right back with more discussion about jumping into 2016 without judgment. Stay tuned. Do you wait until all the traffic lights are green before you get in your car? Of course you don't. Are you waiting until you have everything perfect to begin living? Most of us have learned not to take any steps until we have all the information to make the right choice. What if the opposite is true? What if it's choice that creates awareness? Are you willing to make lots of messy choices so you can begin to see the possibilities that you didn't even think existed? Listen for Messy Adventures in Living radio show with self-declared messy living expert Petrina Fava every Monday at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 8 Central, 7 Mountain, and 6 Pacific on A2Zen.fm. How much more expansive would your life be? If you were willing to get messy with your choices. 
What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a bar session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? You're listening to Messy Adventures in Living with Petrina Fava. To participate in today's show, please call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, in Canada 613-800-8736, in the U.K. 033-0001-0625, or you can Skype us at a2zen.fm. You can also ask questions or comment by email by sending to Petrina at PetrinaFava.com. Now, here's Petrina with more Messy Adventures. Hey, welcome back. Thank you for joining us on Messy Adventures in Living today. We are talking about 2015, your year in review without judgment. So before we went to break, we had um, a little discussion about um, judgment and what it is and the um, misconception that something that's positive is not a judgment. So if someone says you're beautiful, it's not, it, it would never be a judgment. But that's actually not true. Sometimes something that's quote-unquote positive can actually be a judgment and something that you would consider uh, negative can actually not be a judgment. It can actually be an awareness and we looked at the differences, and basically what we talked about was that the best way to really know the difference between a judgment and an awareness is that a judgment is um, always really heavy and dense. It creates density in your world, and it feels really heavy to you. Um, <clears throat> and something that's an awareness of what's true is actually a lot lighter and creates expansion. So if we just kind of go with that today, you can even use that. It's it's a tool from modality called Access Consciousness, um, and and it, which is a modality that offers you a set of tools to change anything that's going on in your life or to create something greater in your life. And th- this tool is called Light and Heavy. It's really easy to use. So anything that uh, lightens up, lightens up your world, c- creates a feeling of lightness for you, is what's true for you. And anything that feels dense or heavy or contracted is a lie, a lie for you. And so judgment is a lie and um, awareness is light and awareness tells you what's true for you. So you can use that tool actually throughout the show and check in with what you perceive as light and heavy as I'm talking and and see... Um, you know, and play with that and see what's what's true for you. So, in the chat room, um, Christine in the chat room actually 
went and looked up. I think she knows the word nerd. The word nerd that is me. I like to look up words. Um, so she looked up um, resolution in the dictionary from the 14th century. Thank you, Christine. And found um, something really cool. So we were talking about how we use judgment to drive um, choice and you know how much have we been using judgment of the past year to create our resolutions for the next year. And when we look at the meaning of the word resolution from the 14th century, um, what we get here is that it's a breaking into parts. So resol- resolution is a breaking into parts. Um, or the process of reducing things into simpler forms. That's really cool. So, so many of us are starting off our year with resolutions, which is really a breaking into parts. And the process of reducing things to simpler forms. So, is that actually what you want to create in 2016? Do you want to start off a brand new year or a brand new day? I mean, we're making this about a a new year, but this can be applied any day or any second of your life, really. Um, really want to start off a brand new year breaking yourself into parts or breaking your life into parts or do you really want to be reducing everything to a simpler form or would you prefer to have all of you and embrace all of you without judgment and would it be more fun to create greater and to create something expansive and exciting and adventurous rather than reducing your life into simpler form. So, what else about judgment? So, what is asking what is the value of judgment? And we were looking at how we have learned to use judgment to choose or to use discernment, which is discernment is kind of like a milder form of judgment is actually still judgment. Um, You're discerning, you're looking at something and you're deciding if it's good or bad. So how, how, what else is the value of judgment? For me, the value of judgment for me in my life in general has actually been motivation to change. So how much do we use judgment to motivate ourselves to change, especially at this time of year, right? So the new year is coming up. We're reviewing the the year past and we're deciding what was right or wrong about it. And then we're motivating, we're using that to motivate ourselves to do something different in 2016, often in the form of New Year's resolutions. And how often does that work? So there's a really great quote from Gary Douglas that I absolutely love. And it's really simple. And it's, as long as you're doing judgment, nothing will ever change. Because judgment is a lie. And so if you're using judgment to motivate you to change, is anything going to actually change? Probably not. So in, yeah, no. So 
in preparation for the show, I kind of asked around and I looked at um, I, I looked at my own life and I asked some people, what were your best, quote unquote, best moments of 2015 and your quote-unquote, worst <laughs> moments of 2015. And I wanted to know what people were deciding were the best moments and what per- people were deciding were their worst moments. Um, so if I look at some of these examples, one, so I'll give you my own example. So, so something that occurred for me this year is that my nephew passed away, 26 years old, um, quite suddenly, really unexpected. Um, I could easily consider that my worst moment of 2015. And then um, my best moment, one of, one of my best moments, the first one that comes to mind is that I became a published author for the first time. Um, it was exciting. It was something I've been looking forward to for, you know, a huge period of my life. And when I look at those things, if I decide that one is good and one is bad, I'll show you can really create limitation. So let's look at the, the quote-unquote worst, worst moment. So someone that I love passed away. If I decide that that is a bad thing, can I see the gift in it? Right? Can I receive the gift in it? to create something greater. Well, you might be thinking, what the hell is the gift in death? There can be many. There can be many. You know, I was able to see places where I would have liked to have hugged him a little bit more or um, connected with him on a different level. And so I could look at it and I could judge it as horrible. I could look at it and decide that I'm horrible and I could have regret. Or I can look at it and ask a question, which is, what's right about this I'm not getting? And have some awareness around it. What was right about that that I wasn't getting? He was sick for a really long time. He was pretty unhappy in the last few years of his life. What's right about that I'm not getting? So what what about... So what, what else? So in the chat room... We have some examples. So, Christine says that the, her best moment is playing in Spain with her two kids. Awesome. So, please get that we're not making labeling best and worst wrong. I'd just like to show you how when we label these things, it actually creates limitation and can stop you from creating something greater. So if your best moment was playing in Spain with your two kids, when you decide that something is the best, does that the best, like just check in with that, so the best, period, the best, 
<laughs> the best ever, the best of all time. Does do you get the stop energy of that? So, did you enjoy playing in Spain with you two kids? Yeah. Was it awesome? Sure. Use caution when you talk about something being the best. So what if instead of saying that something was the best, you could say that something was the greatest so far? And then what would happen if you asked a question? And what if that question was, how does it get even better than that? So, wow, in 2015, I got to travel to Spain and play with my two kids. How does it get even better than that? What else is possible? So different than that was the best ever. And I've often heard people say, it just doesn't get any better than that. It just doesn't get any better than that. And wow, how does it get even better than that? Really different right? Can you perceive the difference in the energy? The expansiveness of the question is so different. Yes, Eleanor, in the chat room, it leaves it open for greater. So, you know, how many things in life do we decide are the best possible outcomes, the best you can expect? That's the best I can expect. That's the most expect. It just doesn't get any better than that. Those things might all be great. Where have we decided that there's a cap on greatness? Or there's a cap on all the great things that we can have. So we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to talk more about looking at your year uh, in review without judgment and um, doing some other things instead, like asking some questions to create greater. So you're listening to Messy Adventures in Living on adazen.fm. We'll be back in a few minutes with more. Do you wait until all the traffic lights are green before you get in your car? Of course you don't. Are you waiting until you have everything perfect to begin living? Most of us have learned not to take any steps until we have all the information to make the right choice. What if the opposite is true? What if it's choice that creates awareness? Are you willing to make lots of messy choices so you can begin to see the possibilities that you didn't even think existed? Listen for Messy Adventures in Living radio show with self-declared messy living expert Katrina Fava every Monday at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 8 Central, 7 Mountain, and 6 Pacific on A2Zen.fm. How much more expansive would your life be if you were willing to get messy with your choices? What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. 
The BARS is the first class in Access Consciousness, a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a BARS session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a BARS class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? You're listening to Messy Adventures in Living with Petrina Fava. To participate in today's show, please call in the U.S. 815-880-8255. In Canada, 613-800-8736. In the U.K., 033-0001-0625. Or you can Skype us at a2zen.fm. You can also ask questions or comment by email by sending to Petrina at PetrinaFava.com. Now, here's Petrina with more Messy Adventures. Hello, welcome back to Messy Adventures in Living. We are talking today about 2015, your year in review without judgment. So before we went to break, we were uh, listing a couple of things that um, were examples of the things that we decided were good about 2015 and the things that we decided were bad about 2015. And we looked at this idea, especially when we decide something is good, and even more especially when we decide that it was the best. It really puts a cap, it puts a stop, it puts an end to receiving greater. So... Christine in the chat room was talking about she went to Spain and she um, got to play with her two kids. And, you know, if we consider that the best ever and we say things like it just doesn't get any better than that, um, then it really creates a stop energy and it's not an invitation to greater. And so if you instead ask a question like how does it get even better than that, it creates so much expansion and it invites more. And it's like asking the universe, wow, thanks universe, what else you got? Show me. And so on during the break in the chat room, Eleanor made a really good point. She asked um, a question like, what, why, would anybody put a, why would anybody put a cap on greatness? And thank you so much for that, Eleanor, because that's actually really interesting. We actually, if you look, we do that a lot in our lives. We have this sense of there's this limited amount of greatness or this limited amount of um, fun or wonderfulness or or abundance, a limited amount of abundance or a limited amount of blessings. That's the word that's coming. Because what comes up for me is um, what. So just on the weekend, I was with a family member, and she said something like, um, "I just want to have my health." I don't know. Let's just say she was in reference to you know 2016 oh, wouldn't it be cool to win the lottery or something? And she's like, yeah, that would be cool, but really I just want to have my health or something. And then I said, well, cool, what if we could have both? What if we could have health and money? And she was like, well, yeah, but I really, really just have health. And there's this energy, if you just check in with the energy and you come out of your brain and you just check with the energy, there, there. What came up for me was like, don't jinx it. 
um, you'll get punished if you ask for too much money. What you really want is health. So everywhere that you've decided that there is a limited amount of blessings that you can receive and that if you ask for too much, you will get nothing. Will you please destroy and uncreate all of that? Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. So what the heck is that weird thing I just said? So that is called the Access Consciousness Clearing Statement. It is a tool that we use in this modality called Access. Um, what it does is when you bring up an energy, if you could really feel we were talked about that energy of like um, limited abundance, uh, either or health or or money, like a jinxing or a punishment for asking for too much. There's really this weird energy around it. And so we say the clearing statement and it kind of just gets at all the layers underneath that and kind of gets rid of it for you. So if you would like to learn more about it, there is a website dedicated just to this wonderful crazy phrase, um, www.theclearingstatement.com. Check it out. It's pretty interesting. So... um, Yeah, so what's the value of putting a cap on greatness? We really seem to have this idea that we should only be asking for a certain amount or we will get nothing. Um, I actually did a radio show on this a few months ago called uh, The Fisherman and His Wife. Check it out. It's actually really awesome in my interesting point of view. Um, Yeah, so so much of an either or reality. So either you can have health or you can have uh, money. Uh, so, you know, we learn to function from polarity in this world. It has to, we can only have this or that. And what if that's not true, right? What if actually we can have it all? <laughs> Christine McIver just did a show on having it all, I think, last week. So, what if actually you can ask for everything? And what if actually you can receive it all? You know, if you want to look at Bible references, ask and you shall receive is actually in the Bible. And if you perceive the light and heavy of that phrase, using the tool we talked about at the beginning of the show, ask and you shall receive, ask and it's given to you. Oh my God, how light is that? How expansive is that? And, you know, be careful, don't ask for too much or you're going to get nothing or you'll be punished. Or How light and expansive is that? Yeah, it's kind of not. <laughs> so what if you went into 2016 willing to ask and willing to receive instead of judging the past year and making careful choices or making decisions and conclusions about how to get what you want in 2016. So what if you could use questions instead of judgment to create your future? How much are we using judgment to create the future? And which is actually not creating anything except more judgment, because judgment creates more judgments. You need, you know, thousands of judgment just to hold one in place. So everywhere we are trying to create our future based on judgment, will you please destroy and create all of that? 
right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine, shorts, boys and beyond. So here is another tool. Interesting point of view. So a judgment is heavy. The truth or awareness is light. So if you don't look at anything as good and bad, if I'm saying, hey guys, no right, no wrong, no good, no bad. Well, what the hell else is there? Because that's pretty much what we learned, right? So here's this thing. This tool is called interesting point of view. So if it's not right and it's not wrong, it's just interesting. You're just looking at it with no judgment. But you're, And this is, please get, this is really not about positive thinking. It's not about positive anything. It's about observing something from the space of no judgment, from the space of allowance. Allowance is interesting point of view. No right, no wrong, no good, no bad. Also no resistance, no reaction. And it's also no aligning and no agreeing. The cool thing about allowance or no judgment is that you get to be aware of everything, of all of it. The good, the bad, the ugly, the up, the down, the backwards, the forward, you get to be aware of everything when you see everything as just an interesting point of view and you have allowance for everything. Allowance is just seeing something as interesting. When you do that, then you have total choice. When you judge something, you don't have choice. You just have judgment, which is actually a lie, which actually is nothing. <laughs> judgment does not create choice. Allowance, awareness, interesting point of view creates choice. Would you like to have choice? Would you like to create your 2016 from choice? Would you prefer to create it from judgment and then project a conclusion into 2016 by creating a resolution? So I'm not making resolutions wrong. I'm just looking at how much limitation they actually create and how much more you could create if you use this tool, interesting point of view, if you ask some questions, how does it get even better than this? What a great way to start off to 2016 with a question. How does it get even better than 2015? How does it get even better than this? What else possible? What other questions could you ask? What would I like my life to look like in 2016? I, oh, I wanted to mention, sorry, we were just talking about observation and interesting point of view. Please be really aware that somebody um, said to me, oh, it's like being, an ob being objective. Being objective is actually not really interesting point of view. Being objective can actually be judgment as well. Um, so this is, uh, the word objective takes me to my nurse brain. <laughs> um, we, we learn often in nursing school the difference between subjective data and objective data and where subjective data is something that comes from you know the patient or the family or whoever the person is that we're dealing with and objective 
is this thing that we do where we step outside and then we look at it. But there's still an element of judgment and there's still an element of discernment. So please be aware that being objective and standing outside of something and looking at it is not the same as interesting point of view and it's not the same as allowance. It actually can also be judgment if you're using it that way. So watch that you're not just pulling yourself out and looking at 2015 and thinking that that, you know, I'm being objective, I'm looking at it objectively, I'm looking at it with an open mind. It's not the same as um, allowance and interesting point of view. Question is what actually creates expansion. Question is what actually creates choice. So we are, wow, it's already time for another break. Holy, how did that happen? So we are going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more about how to look at your 2015 without judgment and what you can actually do with 2015 um, instead of judging it. Dude, we'll be right back. Do you wait until all the traffic lights are green before you get in your car? Of course you don't. Are you waiting until you have everything perfect to begin living? Most of us have learned not to take any steps until we have all the information to make the right choice. What if the opposite is true? What if it's choice that creates awareness? Are you willing to make lots of messy choices so you can begin to see the possibilities that you didn't even think existed? Listen for Messy Adventures in Living radio show with self-declared messy living expert Katrina Fava every Monday at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 8 Central, 7 Mountain, and 6 Pacific on A2Zen.fm. How much more expansive would your life be if you were willing to get messy with your choices? What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness, a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a Bars session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a Bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? You're listening to Messy Adventures in Living with Petrina Fava. To participate in today's show, please call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, in Canada 613-800-8736, in the U.K. 033-0001-0625, or you can Skype us at a2zen.fm. You can also ask questions or comment by email by sending to Petrina at PetrinaFava.com. Now, here's Petrina with more messy adventures. 
Hey, welcome back. Thank you for hanging in there through the commercials. Welcome back to Messy Adventures in Living, looking at not using judgment to uh, review your year 2015. So we've been talking about um, how deciding that things are great actually creates limitation in your life and looking at asking questions to expand into something greater. But I really also want to look at some examples that people gave me about some of the worst things that happened to them in 2015. And... Um, you know, a lot of these you can, when you hear them, you might consider that they're pretty hard to argue with as some pretty terrible things, right? So some of them are marital frustration and discord, um, a separation, like a separation in marriage, um, and her child having a really hard time with her parents, with, with her, she and her husband separating, um, you know, family fighting, a family member being diagnosed with depression, um, coming back from traveling abroad and finding that uh, somebody got the cold shoulder from a large group of people that she had been friends with, um, losing your job multiple times throughout the year. Um, I had someone say to me, actually, my whole life, my this whole year has been a complete shit show. Um, she couldn't think of not even one thing that was awesome. Um, also, my um, it actually came to my own awareness of uh, my daughter broke her arm quite badly in uh, July and had to have surgery and blah, blah, blah. It was a big deal. Um, but I want to look at some of these things that a lot of people would consider, you know, hard to argue with that they're bad things. Um, but when you look at some of the... So, Let's let's ask some questions, okay, around this rather than go to conclusions. So let's not go to the conclusion that these things are wrong. So every all of these things, let's interesting point of view them. So it's interesting point of view that marital frustration is wrong, interesting point of view that um, separating is wrong, that fighting in the family is wrong, that being diagnosed with depression is wrong, that your whole year is a shit show is wrong. Let's just look at all of that as just interesting for a moment. So what would happen if we asked a question? So especially this example of my whole year has been a shit show. And your whole year, what if you look at your year and you go, my God, this whole year has been total crap. Here's a question. What if it looks like your entire life is falling apart? That's actually your life falling together and another amazing question to ask is is this this change I've been asking for up in a way that's totally different than I ever could have possibly imagined so if you are in the place where you're looking at your year and it's loaded with the quote-unquote negative occurrences or negative things that happened, please ask some questions. Is this the change that I've been asking for showing up in a way that I cannot even possibly imagine or that I didn't expect? And is my, you know, what if it looks like my life falling apart is actually my life falling together? And then what else is possible and how does it get even better than this? Those questions, especially those questions, but any question will take you right out of judgment and put you in a place where you can choose. 
and where you can create greater for yourself. A thousand billion trillion times more effective than setting resolutions for sure. Another great question to ask is what is the gift? What is the gift in this? My daughter broke her arm. She's eight years old. She broke her arm in like three places, broke her elbow. I was asking myself that day, wow, like how come I didn't have an awareness? I've been doing all this cool energy work. Like I've been doing all this cool stuff. Why didn't I know? Why didn't I have some inkling that something bad was going to happen? I was actually in an, an amazing space of space and expansion, excitement that day. And then I got it because nothing was wrong. Nothing was wrong. There was a gift in it. So what if nothing about your year has been wrong? If you don't judge it as wrong, can you see the gift in it? And if you ask the question, what is the gift here that I am not willing or not able to see yet, can you then receive the gift that everything is in your life, good, bad, ugly, all of it? Because why would you limit yourself yourself to those things that you've decided and that society has decided are good things. It's just a limitation. It's just an interesting point of view. And all those things that you're judging, are they even yours? Or are they other people's judgments that you've just taken on? So what else is possible for you in 2016? Thank you so much for joining me today as we look at reviewing our year without judgment and I'm so grateful for every single one of these shows I'm so grateful that I chose to have a radio show because my awareness on my own life expands tremendously every time I do a show so thank you again for playing please join me next week I actually for the first time know the title of my show next week and it is 2016, choose your own adventure. So join me this time next week, Monday at 9 a.m. Talk to you later. Goodbye. Thanks for playing with us on Messy Adventures in Living. Petrina Fava will return next Monday at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 8 a.m. Central, 7 a.m. Mountain, and 6 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. We'd love to have you join us again. Until then, have fun creating your phenomenal life.